You're listening to the 123rd edition of the Other We Talking Podcast. We continue in Psukim from David HaMelech. Last week we read chapter 25, verse 2 of Tehillim. And now we're going to read the next Pasuk, Pasuk Gimel, verse 3. Last week we spoke about how David HaMelech says, I trusted in you, Hashem. Please let my enemies not rejoice. So now, besides we're speaking about himself, besides we're speaking about his own request to Hashem, and Hashem should help him that his trust should not be in vain. He says, Not only Hashem, please listen to me, but whoever trusts in you, whoever places their hope in you. We'll see there's a difference between Kivui, between Tikva, and Bitachon. We'll see what the difference is. But however the person trusts, asks, asks Sabra Melech, King David says, Please, to not be embarrassed. Let those who rebel, let those who defy, either defy Dabar HaMelech, the king of the Jewish people, or defy Hashem, let them be left empty-handed. Let them be embarrassed. The Medjah Shekhar type says, This is what Hashem says in front of Hashem. Sorry, this is what David says in front of Hashem. When I stand in front of you, Hashem, and I'm praying, I'm asking you for things, I'm trusting you, let my prayer not be, not be disgusting to you. There's something very interesting, okay? David HaMelech is the king of the Jewish people. He's the leader of the Jewish people, the spiritual leader of the Jewish people. Right? We have Savior Tehillim from him. Amazing, beautiful words of prayer. He was constantly involved in prayer. He was constantly going through difficulties in his life. And he was praying. But he is the person that we look to. David HaMelech, King David, is the person that we look to. And we hope that our prayers will be answered because his prayers will be answered. Let's see what this means. David HaMelech is saying, look, Kaleisel is looking to me to see what's going to happen with me. If you answer my prayer, it will give hope to all of them. When you hear my prayer, it's as if you heard their prayer. We find a similar thing. When it comes to a Tainas Tzibur, when it comes to a public fast, when the when the tzibur, when the congregation is fasting, so you have someone goes in front of the tzibur, the shliach tzibur, the leader of the prayers, the fishay name shall tzibur tzliasboy. And we mentioned this also in the Yom Kippur davening, that all of the tzibur, the congregation is looking to their leader to pray successfully, to bring about the acceptance of their prayers. Like we say, all Yom Kippur. They're all looking to him that he should be successful in his prayer, and he is looking to to heaven, to Shemaim. He's saying, Hashem, answer my prayers. They're they're all depending on me, Hashem. Please answer my prayers. So David Amalek says, when you're answering my prayers, you are in turn really answering the prayers of my people. Or perhaps we could say, 
When you answer my prayers, King David says, and the Shliach Tzibur says, the one who leads the prayers on Yom Kippur, on a fast day, etc., we're saying, if you answer my prayers, in essence, you're answering them. They know that if you can answer me, they, they will also be answered. I'd like to read to you, there are two notes here on the bottom. The intention here is, it's pointing out, the measure is pointing out, that in the first Pasuk, so David HaMelech talks about himself, I trusted in you. Then, he's talking in singular, and he switches to a, a plural language, saying that whoever trusts in you, in the first post, he says, let me not be embarrassed. It's more direct. And he finishes off saying, let them not. In third person. So that's why the Medrash finishes off and says that my prayers should be answered because they're really a Tvilas Rabbim. They're a tvila, they're a prayer of the public. When you have a prayer by many people, it's a much more powerful prayer than a single person's prayer. That's why we have a concept that we daven with a minion, we daven with a quorum of ten men. Because the prayers that we, that we supplicate, that we offer Hashem, that we ask of Hashem, are not the same when we pray by ourselves as when we pray amongst many people. Hashem, as it were, has a harder time saying no to a group of people who are asking for something, as opposed to an individual. That's also why it's so important on Yom Kippur, on the high holidays, Rosh Hashanah, coming up, not so long away, just over a month. It's so important to pray with a tzibur. And part of the idea is that we hope, and we pray, we, we say this in the actual prayer itself, that any faults that we have as individuals should be nullified. Hashem should just, you know, we make up for each other. We, 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 you know, we serve. I have something positive, and it sublimates the negative thing of somebody else. Or, I don't know if sublimate is the right word. That has to do with the mind. But it, it pushes down, it limits the problems of somebody else, and, and any problems that I have, will be compensated for, that's the word I'm really looking for, they will be compensated for by the positives of other people around me. So it's very important to pray with a minion. So David HaMelech is saying, accept my prayer, let it be as powerful as the prayer of the many. That's the first note. The second note, Yoytzimize, he says something very interesting, and we've spoken about this actually a bunch of times over the last few weeks. It's called bitachin. It's called bitachin when we trust in the king, right? Let's say I go to a tzaddik. I ask somebody to pray on my behalf. Somebody who is known that their prayers are powerful, their prayers work. What's the idea? So he says here that David HaMelech is saying, people look to me to have their prayers answered. There are people whose prayers are more powerful. Why? Because they're righteous. Because they've gone through challenges and difficulties. Because they 
have a deeper relationship with Hashem. Sometimes, of course, anyone can pray. Even a Rasha, Hashem, a wicked person who trusts in Hashem, every talking can work. But, and as we've seen over the, the years together studying, there is something about somebody who has a special, unique relationship with Hashem as far as their prayers. Their prayers are answered. He says, Rabbi Yochum Levavitz, who was the Rosh Hashir of the Mir, he speaks about this at length in his Sefer Dasim Moser, about the power of trusting in the Tzaddik, in a righteous person to pray for us. I'm going to quote a little bit of what he says. We have found Hashem specifically commands us and guides us to depend on certain things in the world. And Hashem Himself, as it were, has commanded. This is what He wants. That through doing these types of things, we come close to Him. They're, they're a means to bring ourselves closer to Hashem. They help us very much in our service of God. This is the correct way. Specifically through a prophet, by the times of the prophets, which hopefully soon will have prophets again, prophecy is supposed to return with the advent of the messianic age with Mashiach. We find that when it comes to a prophet, Hashem specifically says, You need to listen to the prophet. Whatever you ask, follow what the prophet says. He has. So Pasuk in the Varm, Perikei, Pasuk Chafei. In Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 25, when you ask a prophet for advice, they are being guided with their words by Hashem Himself. So we need to listen to them. And that's true today. We have great Torah scholars, tzaddikim, righteous individuals, who have the ability to, or who naturally are guided because of their relationship with Hashem, to, to help us to understand what is Hashem's will. Not every single individual can hear what is it that Hashem wants from me, as it were, or literally, hear Hashem's voice speak. As he says, we are to depend upon the words of somebody who does have the ability to hear directly the word of Hashem. The Navi, the Prophet. And specifically in this way, whatever the Navi says, whatever the Prophet says, we know we're going to come close to Hashem through that. So, just like we speak about having bitachin, trusting in Hashem, there's also such a thing as having bitachin in a Navi. Having bitachin, that the word of the Navi is correct, it's true, and that's, that's the advice that should be followed. It's the word of Hashem. And this is one of the ways that we can find Hashem's will, that we can reach the will of Hashem. There are things that we can depend on, that we can rely upon. This is one of Hashem's kindnesses, that He gives us this type of thing. Other things that are like this, as says Rabbi Ruchon, are you have a Navi, you have a prophet, you have a special 
the stones that would light up. But we also have today other things. We have intellect, Torah intellect. We have the Torah itself, those who have das Torah, those who have completely immersed themselves for their entire lives in the Torah, and they understand the will of Hashem. We can depend on these things. We can have bitachim. That if we go to a tzaddik and the tzaddik tells us something, that that's the thing that we are to do. Through them, a person can come close to the Hashem in an easier manner. Okay, so this is a very powerful idea. David HaMelech, in a certain sense, is saying, as, as is being explained here, that Hashem, grant me, grant me help, because people are trusting in me. People are trusting in my prayer. People are trusting in my guidance. Hashem, please let them all be answered, or let me be answered, so that it's clear when we trust in Hashem, or we trust in His trusted servants, it works. That's the prayer of Dalai Melech. Now the Chassid Yavitz, the Yavitz says, Those who I'm praying on behalf of, let them not be embarrassed and receive from that which they request. Similar idea. The story with the Chayni, he put, he put himself in a circle. It hadn't rained in many, many months. It's the time for the rain. He stood in a circle and he said a prayer. He said these types of words. He stood inside of the circle and he said, Hashem, I'm not going to get out of this circle until Hashem, you send the rain. He was a tzaddik, he was a righteous individual, and he knew that everyone was depending on him, on his prayer. Chani was saying, look, I'm the person, I'm the kind of person that when I pray, when I come to you, and I ask you for something, you answer my prayer. So he's saying, Hashem, I swear, I'm not going to get out of this circle, he said, until you answer my request for rain. Why? What was he saying this? The Yavitz is saying a similar idea. That he was saying this with the Kayachatzi, where everyone is depending on me, Hashem. And I'm somebody who you always answer. So please answer me now. Answer me now in the Schus of the Rabbim, in the merit of the many people who are asking for help. Answer me now in my own Schus, because you always answer me. Show me. Show them that you answer those who have bitachan in you, who trust in you. Alright, let's read two more little pieces. One of them is a little bigger. Here's the Reish Aleph Ben Ramuch. Gam kol kevech le'evoshu. Pasuk says, Let all those who trust in you not be embarrassed. It's coming to say like this. Those who trust you, right? We said we're going to explain the difference between bitachon and tikva. Here it is. Bitachon means that I trust with you. I trust in you absolutely. That's a high level to have absolute. Uh, I'm completely, absolutely positive that what I'm asking of Hashem will happen. 
That's one type of trust. But David Amalek is saying, not only me, I trusted in you. Because we said last week, I trusted in you with a bitachon, absolute confidence. This passage is saying, called Kaivecha. Kaivecha is a different thing. Bitachon is absolute confidence. Kaivecha is someone who doesn't have that full, full, all the way, I'm so sure Hashem is going to give me what I want. Might be because they're involved in their physical reality, they're involved in their physical needs. But they're hoping to you. They're hoping, right? Yeshitikva means there is hope. I hope that it's going to work out. I, I, I really hope that Hashem is going to give me my needs. That He's going to save me from my problems. Even these, let them not be embarrassed. They hoped to you. They hoped. They, they, they wished. They didn't have full confidence, but they wished that you would save them and help them. Please, even them. Please, even them, answer them. Who should not have what they want? Says David HaMelech. Those who rebel against you. Those who rebel. Those who are... don't have any bitachin on you. Those who don't trust you at all. Those who don't even hope that you're going to help them. Let them be embarrassed. But let those who trust in you or hope to you, hope that you're going to help them, let that be enough. That's what David HaMelech is asking. Really beautiful. All right, let's have one more piece here. It's from the Shari Chaim. Temes bitachon moira im yeshel adam tviya al Hashem. Very interesting. The difference between bitachon and kivui. Bitachon means that I, I have a claim, as it were, to Hashem. What does it mean? Shikvar tiach Hashem Yeshua. I know that Hashem already promised me that He would save me. David HaMelech talks about himself with a promise. He knows that Hashem has promised him. But Tikva, what does hope mean? It means, I say like this, I never heard Hashem make a promise to me. But I think in my heart that I've done, I've done what I'm supposed to do. I've gone in the ways of Hashem. I threw my package upon Him. I threw my troubles upon Him. I... You know, I'm doing that which I believe is correct. Even though, Hashem, even though Hashem did not specifically promise me that He's going to give me what I request, what I need, etc. But I've done things right. I've followed the path of Bitochem. I've followed the path of that's prescribed for me to to expect or to hope that Hashem will give me my request. King David himself had absolute confidence. Hashem had promised him, you will be the king and it will be, you will reign forever. The, the throne will be yours, your children, your great-great-grandchildren, all the way down forever. So now, even if 
King David was saved by Hashem, they would say, look, it's not because he deserves it. It's just because Hashem promised him. So he kept his promise. It was, his, it was from Hashem's side. But we see all the time, says the Shari Chaim, that Hashem helps a person who never actually spoke face to face, never heard Hashem's voice. David Melch is saying to Hashem, look, when you help the person who trusts in you, who follows in your path, does what's right, Hashem, when you give the person who does what's right, success. So, what's the result? Anybody who went in the path of evil, who defied Hashem, they become embarrassed. Well, they thought they were going to do it their way and get success, get whatever they want. But look, that Sadik who did what's right, they succeeded. This is what David Melech was saying. The first pasuk of last week, he says, "Shem, I trusted in you." It should be talking with Ali Voisho. I be talking in you. Let me not be embarrassed. Lo rak. So what do I get? Who it might be talking? The first aspect, which is, you made a promise, so they won't, you know, they won't make fun. Meaning, they, 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 they're going to see that that's true. They will not make fun of me because they didn't get back at me. They didn't win over me. But if even all those who trust in you, even them, you come and you help me, if those who trust in you, who hope to you, they don't have that full-fledged bitachon, but they have. They, they believe that you're the main ingredient of their success. The end of our pasuk, which is that those who defy you, the wicked, those who... who Run after Ayla Mazet, they have to try to grab it, they don't trust in Hashem at all, they will be embarrassed. is asking for the Kiddush Hashem, which results when Hashem shows that those who do what's right ultimately succeed in life. Thank you so much for listening. See you again next time.